I am Johnny Massacre, and welcome to the Johnny Massacre Show. This is the Monday Night Massacre. On tonight's show, Donald Trump has his fraud allegations thrown out of the Pennsylvania Supreme Court and is looking to escalate his case to the SCOTUS, the Supreme Court of the United States, the most powerful court in America and pretty much the galaxy. In other news, the actor who has played Darth Vader, David Prowse, has sadly passed away. Who's fucking with me? So let's get into the political news because I know you are absolutely thirsting for it. So let me take you over to The Independent. Now, a little pretext. The Independent is a British news organisation and I'm sad to say it has been infected with the liberal pathogen. So they do have a mild case of Trump derangement syndrome. So take what they say with a pinch of salt, as they say. But I'm here to call out all the bullshit. So The Independent says... Trump legal team will get their clock cleaned by Supreme Court in challenging Pennsylvania election results. Official says Donald Trump's legal team claim they will take their Pennsylvania lawsuit to the country's highest court. Pennsylvania's lieutenant governor, a Democrat, has warned that Donald Trump's lawyers would get their clock cleaned in the Supreme Court if they attempt to overturn the Commonwealth's electoral results. So if this is fraud, which is perpetrated by the Democrats, that's basically akin to the Joker in the Batman universe saying, Batman, don't come to Arkham Asylum. You won't even get through the front door. You don't have the right key. Batman is going to kick down those fucking doors or he's going to smash through the ceiling glass on his grappling hook. So this Democrat can say all he wants that Donald Trump's going to lose in the Supreme Court, but that's not going to stop Donald Trump. Donald Trump thrives on adversity. I'm currently listening to his audio book. What is it? It's called Never Give Up. And he said his whole career was forged on adversity to the point where if there were no adversity, Donald Trump would never have made it this far. So this kind of fighting talk is only going to get Donald more fired up. Come on, Donald, you can do it. Come on, mate. I believe in you. So the article continues. I hope they do appeal to the Supreme Court. Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman told CNN on Saturday, and they're going to get their clock clean there the way they did here in Pennsylvania. President-elect Joe Biden was projected to win Pennsylvania and its 20 electoral college votes after garnering more than 80,000 votes over Donald Trump. But that hasn't stopped Mr. Trump and members of the Republican Party from attempting to halt the certification of election results by making claims of massive voter fraud, which they've yet to prove in a court of law, probably because all the courts they've been trying to prove it in have been giving them loads of pushback. I wonder why the people don't want to see a clear and transparent vote. Why would we want to recount it in a transparent way? Kind of sounds like a kangaroo court to me. The article continues. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court dismissed a lawsuit on Saturday put forth by Republican Representative Mike Kelly and other staff members of his party. The lawsuit was the latest attempt to stop the certification of the election results, which the Supreme Court ruled against. On Friday... A three-judge panel with the third U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in Philadelphia unanimously rejected the Trump campaign's bid to overturn a lower court's ruling that would stop votes from being certified in the Commonwealth. Jenna Ellis, one of Mr. Trump's lawyers and ravishing blonde, I might add, said the campaign would now take the case to the Supreme Court, but whether the country's highest court will actually hear the case remains uncertain. So what does that mean? That means that in order for Trump to actually overturn this election because the local courts are throwing his claims out of court, he has to escalate his case to the Supreme Court. But in order to do that, 
the Supreme Court justices on that court have to vote even to hear the case. So if Donald Trump submits the case, but the Supreme Court justices of the Supreme Court vote against it, it's going to get thrown out of the court before it's even started. So what do you think? Let me know in the comments below. Do you think that Donald Trump's case is going to be heard by the SCOTUS, the Supreme Court of the United States? Or do you think they're just going to throw it out of court? Let me know in the comments below, because really nobody knows. How can we have any inkling whether they're going to hear this case or not? Because time is running out. Well, the Supreme Court is made up of Supreme Court justices who allegedly have political leanings. People are forever trying to work out whether they're conservative or liberal. And it's difficult to work out because if one of them is just a raging liberal or a raging conservative, that's not really the person who you want to adjudicate on serious cases that can affect national security, America and the free world at large. You need people who are unbiased, who are untainted, who don't have extreme political ideologies, who will fairly look at all cases presented before them objectively. However, however, as you know, Gainsbourg, the liberal, liberal Supreme Court justice, passed away recently and she was replaced by Amy Barrett, who Trump appointed. Now, liberals were desperate to stop her getting in. Why? Because she basically has conservative leanings. Although, as I said, she's not just supposed to make a conservative, conservative decision. She's supposed to adjudicate fairly. So what are the political leanings of the Supreme Court justices. Let's have a look and let's try to work out from that the chances of Donald Trump getting his case heard. So, I did find something on Wikipedia about the ideological leanings of United States Supreme Court justices and they made a graph detailing exactly that. Here it is. Now, what does it mean? I'll be damned if I know, because this kind of resembles an autistic three-year-old's attempt at illustrating a Pride Month flyer. So moving on from that, I did find an article that's a little bit easier to digest, and it's over on Axios.com. They've made this graph here, and they show four Supreme Court justices who are quite far to the left of centre, and then we've got one conservative, allegedly conservative Supreme Court justice who's just to the right of centre. And then we've got four more on the right. Now, as I mentioned, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away recently and was replaced with a conservative leaning Supreme Court justice going by the name of Amy Barrett. So you could argue that there are one, two, three, four, five, six Supreme Court justices who lean conservative and only three who lean liberal. And so what does that mean? Well... It can only be a good thing for Donald Trump. If the Supreme Court justices are conservative-leaning, it means they've got conservative values. And since Donald Trump represents the conservative or Republican Party, it can only help him. So if you were a betting man, you fancy a flutter, you fancy a gamble, then why not have a fucking go on Donald Trump? Because most of the Supreme Court justices are kind of supposed to be on his side. But really, your guess is as good as mine. No one fucking knows what's going to happen. Even if you go to some of the most respected political commentators, no one has a clue whether it's going to go to court or not. But it's, it's interesting. The point is, my friends, is that things are moving forward. We're finally going to get some closure on this. You know what my stance is. I love Donald Trump. I've got two pairs of Donald Trump socks, two more coming in the mail. He's basically the only chance the free world has got left, unless you want everything to descend into some kind of social justice censorship-ridden dystopian hellhole. In other news for today, 
the guy who played Darth Vader, David Prowse, sadly passed away. Let's have a little look about this man's legacy. Now, no one's reporting this, but the English newspaper, the working class paper called The Sun, right, is actually my favourite paper because they don't pull any punches, mate. They just fucking tell it like it is, right? The Sun reckon the guy who played Darth Vader, David Prowse, the late David Prowse, has passed away due to the C word, the coronavirus. You've got to be kidding. The guy was 85 years old. Now, I don't want to make this political because this guy's died and I could tell you my thoughts about COVID. But you know what? Let's respect this man's legacy and let's give him the credit he deserves. David Prowse, screen icon dead. According to The Sun, they say Darth Vader actor 85 died of coronavirus after two-week hospital battle. There is the man, rather large fellow, and there he is clad in the iconic Darth Vader armour. The article says his daughter revealed that his fa- her father died of coronavirus. The six foot six former bodybuilder played by the legendary villain in the original Star Wars films passed away due to coronavirus. The Bristol born star also road safety superhero. The green cross man had been in a London hospital for two weeks with COVID. He was 85. So I think green cross man refers to a series of cliched adverts that were created by the UK government. And as you know, Anything created by the government is fucking ridiculous and shit. And it was basically an attempt to get kids to not run into the road and get flattened like pancakes. So there were all these adverts set with songs like, don't go in the motherfucking road or you're gonna die. And this man was part of one of those campaigns, amazingly. That is quite the career step up the ladder, right? You go from green cross man to bad man, Darth Vader in Star Wars. The article continues. Luke Skywalker star Mark Hamill, 69, same age as my mum, tweeted, so sad to hear David Prowse has passed. He was a kind man and much more than Darth Vader. That's a great, great, great comment on his passing. I like that, Mark. I love that. Actor, husband, father, member of the Order of the British Empire, three-time British weightlifting champion and safety icon, the Green Cross Code man. Matt, do you know what? I shouldn't knock the Green the green cross code because he's saving kids from being run over right and he was a weightlifting champ a legit weightlifting champ which is one of the reasons he was built like a brick shithouse and was cast as Darth Vader because they required a very imposing antagonist and he's basically recognized by the queen as having done a major achievement he's a family man this guy is a legend David Prowse don't forget the name his fans he loved his fans as much as they loved him just like, I love you, love you, in the spirit of Prowse, in the spirit of Vader, who, I will remind you, found redemption and saved the galaxy at the end of Star Wars. There he is, with his two daughters, I assume. The green, oh no, see, this is the green crossman protecting the kids from the cars. So there he is, clad in the Darth Vader uniform without the mask. That is the real Darth Vader. And apparently he really was a gentle giant. And to us, he was our dad, says his daughter, Rachel, who is 50 years old. Rachel of Croydon, South London, confirmed Dave had previously been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. So, I mean, man, it's, life, is, life is tough, you know. Life is tough. The guy had Alzheimer's and he passed away due to coronavirus recently. And all I just want to say is a legend. And I love you, Mr. Prowse. Thank you so much for bringing that character to life. His his fight scenes were not actually played by um, David Prowse. 
They were played by a guy called Bob Anderson. So Bob Anderson was the stuntman for Star Wars, and he basically donned the costume for Darth Vader for the fight scenes. And the fight scenes are amazing, but really, really... And by the way, Bob Anderson was never in the credits for Star Wars. How about that? You did the fight scenes in Star Wars, the most iconic Hollywood trilogy ever, pretty much, arguably, and you're not even in the credits. But anyways, David Prowse, the way... The way he turns around and shit, you know, when he's speaking, he's addressing his inferiors and he, he, he basically gives them a torrent of abuse and he's just like, spins around. He's so imposing, he's so confident and he does things in a slow, measured way. The way he'll casually move his hand to destroy a room full of people or force choke someone is far more menacing than if he had overacted it and was kind of moving around like this. So he was very measured, he was composed and that helped to make Darth Vader into the most famous movie antagonist and villain of all time. So rest in peace, Mr. Prowse. Now, finally for today, if you've been tuning in recently, you know this is where I drop some tunes, mate, because I am DJ Johnny fucking Massacre, and I love sharing music with you. It's my main passion. Today, well, I've got a song by the Chemical Brothers. So we talked about David Prowse, who's a fellow Brit. So I'm going to give you some music by some other British people. The Chemical Brothers. Come on, you must know them. You must know them. Some of the most famous electronic music producers ever. And very fucking British, I might add. They made a song called Eve of Destruction. And this came out last year. And I think this is quite appropriate because we are technically on the eve of destruction. Donald Trump is about to unleash the Kraken on an unsuspecting world and smash it in the Supreme Court of the United States. And before we listen to this song, which is the perfect theme music, the perfect official soundtrack, the perfect OST to the forthcoming Armageddon and political madness, atop which Trump will stand victorious like a ripped barbarian, we are going into the Kraken Watch. So where is the Kraken? The Kraken is on everyone's lips. Where is the Kraken? Well, Kraken Watch, it turns out the Kraken has been sighted. There has been a sighting in Great Britain. So cast your eyes over to my screen. The Kraken has been sighted. Here it is. The Kraken. Release the Kraken. Black spiced rum. Six pounds. Yours for six pounds in a British supermarket. So my dad was kind enough to send me that picture. The Kraken has been sighted over in Britain. It's quite elusive. And soon it's going to be slithering its way up through the Pacific and it's going to explode out onto the shores of America, wrapping its tendrils around the political world, strangling it until Donald Trump is left standing. And with that in mind, let us listen to The Eve of Destruction by the Chemical Brothers. Eve of destruction, the eve of destruction, the eve of destruction, the eve of destruction. Wicked. The eve of destruction. Proper British mate, those are British vibes, check out that sample. Where's my 60 plus crew? Who's over 60 years old? Because I know you lot got the most energy, no excuses. We fucking roll together. The eve of destruction Some of us is justified The eve of destruction She was by the sacrifice Release the Kraken The eve of destruction She was by the sacrifice This drops hard Some of us is justified The eve of destruction She was by the sacrifice The eve of destruction Get him 
face. Come on now. Listen to that shit. Some British shit. Come on, Donald. Bring it to him. Bring it to the Supreme Court. Democrats, keep running, keep running. Get him. This is the victory part. This is when it gets accepted by the Supreme Court. Donald Trump fucking dancing around the room, tie around his head like. Trump! There's some Japanese vibes in this. You know the liberals are gonna melt down on the eve of destruction. See where it goes from here. I mean, ain't that something? I mean, look, to make a song like that with so much variation in it and so many changes and to keep the flow is one of the most difficult things ever. Usually an amateur will make a song with loads of different parts that kind of end up as incongruent. But the Chemical Brothers have so much experience and just so much talent for making music. They can make a magnum opus like that and it just sounds totally fluid and sensational. I love that. The thing, One thing I really like about it is there's genuinely Japanese lyrics in it. And me living in Japan, that kind of hits close to home in a good way. So... The bit of everything in there, a bit of British, a bit of Japanese, and of course, that indomitable American spirit, which I just love you for so much, all my American viewers. So, I've been Johnny Mask, and I tell you what, mate, you better be back for the next episode. Otherwise, I'll be coming around your ass. Make sure to like and subscribe, and hit that notification bell, because that is what all those other cunts tell you to do. Layers.